Mark Hockman. My favorite ice cream truck treat is Cheetos. Channing Crowder. Hey, hey, Sugarfoot. I wake up, I miss excellence. Alejandro Solana. February. You sound like asthma. I'm naked right now. All right. And moving on. Sports. Someone texts in, they want to know if you'll honk your horn. How about that? Now, why did Deerfield Beach proclaim a Channing Crowder day? No idea. Don't throw eggs in my house, Crowder. More sports. Give me that donkey button and big old legs. I ain't too proud to dig. No, I would never do-do here at the station. The most sports. You're telling me you don't want to grab a beer in the middle of the night. And you know what I want for Hanukkah? I want a cameo from Aiken and The Hawkman and Crowder extravaganza begins now. All right, it's a Tuesday, and uh, Crowder, I'll get you up to speed on what Solana and I talked about on the show yesterday. I don't know if you uh, were aware, Solana and I did 11 minutes yesterday before I turned it over to him and I heard, Preheat. I saw you won an award for it. I just was yeah, that great? Yeah, I, I really thought that, uh, that we really uh, broke down the Dolphins. In fact, I don't even need to talk Dolphins today. If you missed yesterday's show, there's a good 11 minutes for you. Did we post that anywhere, Solana? I don't believe we did, no. All right. Well, we'll just email it to you. Just send us your email address. We'll send you yesterday's show. <laughs> no. Um, so Dolphin season is officially over, and the off season for the Dolphins, at least, is upon us. So uh, a lot of decisions are going to have to be made right now. So I'll give you my brief uh, thoughts on the game on Sunday, and obviously everyone really wants to hear what you have to say. Um, I was impressed that they hung with Buffalo on the road with their third-string quarterback. Uh, injuries to a lot of key players. Uh, you and I, you know, had talked all last week. What's the path to victory? And there almost was none. Um, I do think Mike McDaniel deserves criticism for the delay of game penalties and the timeouts that they were forced to use because that final delay of game, it doesn't happen if they have a timeout left. Nope. And, uh... Chris Greer, Mike McDaniel, they had their end-of-season press conference yesterday. We're going to listen to some of the comments that they had uh, to say yesterday, today, so uh, we can hear it right from them. So uh, I'll start there. Crowder, what uh, what were your takeaways from Sunday's game? Totally taken back that they were in that game because I, it made, I made myself look silly all week on our show for two weeks and on national TV for weeks. I just didn't think they could, they could do that. The one thing, you brought it up, your weaknesses will show themselves at the worst point of the season. And McDaniel being a rookie head coach, I thought as soon as it started happening, because you know that second, the delay of game to take it from fourth and one to fourth and six, the, the second one in that drive, that was after a timeout, Hawk. They had a 45 seconds to get the damn play call in. Crazy. That's, just, that's a lifetime. I can go to the mailbox, talk to my neighbor, and come back in 45 seconds. <laughs> that showed that this young head coach, he was. it was a situation, and I had to go back to the Buffalo game of the regular season when the Bills were in that same situation. Midfield, fourth down, Josh Allen gets it. They go down, kick a field goal to win. The Dolphins were in a situation to go win that game if they convert that first down. Fourth and one is simply easier than fourth and six. The weakness of our head coach in um, crucial game situations, crunch time game situations, showed his ugly head when it mattered the most. But 
We play with the Bills shorthanded. You brought that up. We were just as talented as them. You got our guys making plays. X gets roasted early in the game, comes back and gets his interception. We have um, special teams guys returning kicks 50 yards. Like we said, play a perfect game to win. We damn near played the perfect game to be there. And then our head coach, his his juvenile coaching career showed its ugly head when it shouldn't. So I was, uh, I think I sent you guys a uh, a tweet. It was a, a a clip from Dan Orlovsky yesterday on first take. And he was saying it's very difficult to get a play in. And Mike McDaniel came out after the game and said he was told from upstairs that they had converted on that play. So he had called a personnel package for a first down. Then finds out it's fourth down. So he's got to change out the personnel. But it seems like, like you don't see that happen very often in that situation where it looked like Keystone Cops. And so that probably is a young head coach in his first season as a head coach with a third-string quarterback, by the way, who isn't going to have the gumption to say, we got the wrong package out here. Like, it was kind of a perfect storm of things that could go wrong. But, I mean, it is so obvious, like you just said, fourth and one is so convertible. Fourth and six is not. And so it changed the entirety of the outcome, perhaps, because maybe it does come down to a Jason Sanders field goal and he ties it and then anything, or maybe they even go down and score a touchdown. But bottom line, uh, you, you went to the playoffs and, uh, and you hung with arguably uh, the best team in the AFC and you were, you know, a, a drive away from maybe winning that game or tying that game. So, you know, not uh, – I, I, all I said all week last week was I don't want to feel like TCU against Georgia. And we did not – I mean, when they were down 17 nothing, you kind of felt like they might just pack it in, but they didn't. They came back. Oh, and that was impressive too, especially the young quarterback. That, that was the young quarterback time to say, damn, okay, here it goes. They circled the wagons. Like you said, a lot of help from special teams and defense, but they, they got it done. So I was impressed by that. I was, I listened to Beasley this morning, was on with uh, Joe and them, and he laughed when they asked him about the success of a season. He said, there are more teams sitting at home on Wild Card Weekend than still playing football. How can you call that a failure? Right. And it's how it happened. Eight and three to sneaking in the playoffs. The feeling of that was bad. But to that point, you're, you're a playoff team now. And you competed with the top dogs. It wasn't TCU Georgia. So, yeah, a lot of uh, high hopes for the future if they can get some, honestly, positions and – health worked out but I don't think it was a training room problem I think it was an old problem we had speaking of Armstead and Jones and those guys so reload don't 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 reach don't 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 re-up it don't don't blow it up just reload a little bit and get ready for 2023-2024 season and I'm convinced that if two was the quarterback yesterday they win that game there were a couple of crucial drops by Jalen Waddle which you don't like to see um, you know, Tyreek Tyreek dropped one straight in his chest. Tyreek dropped one. I mean, they, they didn't do Skyler Thompson any favors yesterday, the uh the receivers, but uh like you said, like we said all week, I mean, you're going to need special teams. Well, they had that return from Cedric Wilson. You're going to need defense. They had the the pick from Xavier Howard. They had the scoop and score. Like they they did what they needed to do. I'm convinced if Tua was the quarterback, they win that game yesterday. So, there you go. Yeah. Um, we have a loaded potato for you on this Tuesday. Aronde Gadston, he still maintains the uh, the bio of last Dolphin playoff victory he played in it. 
uh, because that didn't change. So he's going to join us today with his uh, observations. <laughs> a long sentence for a bio, isn't it? You should read Chuck Metzger's. Uh, we will listen to some clips today from Chris Greer and Mike McDaniel, their season-ending press conference yesterday. So we have a lot of stuff to get to. Let's begin today with headlines and Alejandro Solana. They're driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Super Center. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. The NFL divisional round is set. Ready for the playoff schedule. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm watching uh, NFL Network right now, watching some of the highlights from last night. I got very nervous last night. At halftime, Solana texted our gambling thread and said, is there a live line for the Buccaneers? And I'm like, well, wait till the third quarter starts. I'll give you the live line. But I don't think the Bucks have a chance at coming back and winning this game. And uh, very... Uh, very uh, luckily, Solana said, no, 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 I just was curious. I'm not betting the Bucks to come back and win this game. <laughs> yeah. Although I would have said the same thing if you said it, uh, you know, during the Jags game when they were down 27-0. What's the live line? I would have said, you're crazy. Yeah. But I don't know. That kind of discouraged me from this Brady to Miami talk. He looked He's bad. done. He's done. I oh. mean, you know, like there's there's something fun about, you know, going, oh, Tom Brady under center for your team. And I imagine if he wants to continue playing and he wants to continue playing outside of Tampa, he will have teams that will take him. There's no doubt in my mind. But he's done. Like, you, you saw it last night. Yeah. It just there's There's not a lot there. And if he has anybody even breathe close to him, he balls up in a little ball. <laughs> I was like, damn, he could have he could escaped at least one of those sacks late. He just balls up. Because you know. watch a guy like Josh Allen who, like, you just can't bring him down. And then you watch what happens to Brady now. And, yeah, he does not want to get hit. <laughs> oh, there they go. Oh, here you go. You got me. <laughs> um, Jaguars, they're in KC. To play the Chiefs at Saturday, 4.30 p.m. What's the line on that game? Do you know? I do not, but I can look it up real quick. Well, I'll take a look. Okay. You happen to be right in my wheelhouse. That's losing bets. <laughs> I was going to say. Woo! I need some sort of uh, slump buster. Wow, eight and a half Chiefs. Eight and a half. It doesn't seem like a lot, though, does it? I mean, the Chiefs are – listen – I like Jacksonville, and I was impressed with what they did. Um, man, the Chiefs should roll that team. Although right now, I would be inclined to take the Jags plus the points. Uh, what's the over-under? Because they can both score points. 53. I still go over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because KC's getting a 30, but not. But like you're looking what Jacksonville can do in the fourth quarter, in the second right. half, four passing touchdowns in the second half so they can get hot. I like the over. The Giants, they'll play the Eagles in Philadelphia. That's Saturday, 8.15 p.m. Eagles, seven-and-a-half-point favorites at home. I kind of like the Giants getting the points on that one. I like I the think, points, yeah. I, I, I think the, the Giants, I think this is one of those special seasons. I'm not saying that they're going to win, but I don't think the Eagles are as good as their record is. No, and then now, especially with Jalen Hurts coming back. Mm-hmm. Off a long hiatus, are they going to run him? Can he really do what he was doing to get them number one seed in the in the, in the um in the NFC? Hawk? I don't know. I'm with you. I take the Giants. I don't know. I wouldn't take Giants money line, but I sure take the points. Yeah, 
I kind of like the Giants and the points. Though. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm with you on the Eagles. I don't think they're they're a legit Super Bowl team. I think they had a nice season or whatever. But I kind of feel like the Giants exceeded expectations. That's it. They got their playoff win. Their time is done. They're going to go on the road again. I mean, you, you against could a be right. Team. I mean, Minnesota was not what they were cracked up to be, yeah. and so the Giants get that dub. Maybe you're right. All right, you talk me into it. Eagles. Put the house on. <laughs> they scored 30, though, now. Vikings didn't have no pushover defense. Yeah. The Bengals will be in Buffalo to face the Bills at 3 p.m. on Sunday. Bills are five-point favorites at home. Kind of like the Bengals getting the points. Yeah. I really like the Bengals getting the points. Yeah. I think the Bengals win outright. I would take Bengals' money line in this one. All right. You know what? I'm if they, listening. If, <laughs> funny thing, if the if the Bengals were at home, I'd be with Solana. Right. Well, have a little guts. They're on the road, and uh, Skylar Thompson <laughs> almost beat the Bills in Buffalo. And you're talking about Joe Burrow and the hardest team in the NFL, other than the Chiefs and the Niners, over the past what ten weeks in the NFL. Let's go. Yeah, have a little no, guts, you, you, you cannot sleep on Cincinnati because they. You know, I think a lot of people are just thinking of them as the the team that we saw at the beginning of the season. If you look at what they did at the end of the season, this is an elite football team. Remember when the Dolphins played them week four? Uh, had they lost all three of their first games or they were one and two? And everybody's like, oh, no, what's going on with Cincinnati? Bro, they ended the season, what, 11 and five or 12, yeah, yeah. 12 and five? They, they were fine. They, everything was okay in Cincinnati. No, really good. No, really good. And then Cowboys, who won last night, as we mentioned, they play at San Francisco. That's Sunday. That's the night game at 6.30 p.m. San Fran, only a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home. I like the Cowboys getting the points. <laughs> I will tell you, though, I have not believed in Brock Purdy since he came in against the Dolphins. I keep saying, and I, I bet against him probably every week, I keep saying he's going to come down to earth, and he hasn't. But, man, did Dak Prescott look good last night. Yeah. That's the one thing. Dak has to do that to win the game because their running game their running game is not going to be able to do it. Dak has uh, to ball out. Yeah, we had uh, Ezekiel Elliott to score a touchdown, and they actually tried to, to get him a touchdown a couple of times. I mean, that guy couldn't move. No. I think Zeke might be done. Yeah. Not retire, yeah. but he can't be a premier yeah, back anymore. Just, I agree. They kept showing that stat. First Cowboys road playoff win since 1992, 30 years. I'm saying, hey, Dolphins have won a playoff game since uh, 2000 or whatever it is, 1998. Like, but miss me with that stupid stat. They've won playoff games. <laughs> we're suffering over here 20-plus years of no playoff wins. The Heat, they lost last night to the Atlanta Hawks, or yesterday afternoon, I should say. They'll play the Pelicans tomorrow night. No Zion, and I don't think Brandon Ingram is playing either, so it's a ah. short-handed Pelicans team. You, don't be surprised by no Zion. Be surprised okay. with the Zion. Okay. <laughs> the hell, you acting like this is, a, this is a gut-wrenching. Bummer. <laughs> the Panthers, they beat the Sabres 4-1 to yesterday. They'll play the Maple Leafs tonight at 7 p.m. All right, I... Uh... Talked to Goldie today. He's up in Toronto. I was thinking about giving Pizzola a call, see what to, what to do about this Panthers-Maple uh, Leafs game tonight because, uh, listen, uh, I'm going to be uh, very transparent with all the listeners here. We're bleeding money on this gambling consortium. <laughs> bleeding money. <sighs> I need to turn things around. Y'all want my cash app? 
<laughs> I'm talking to the fans. I'm talking to the listeners. <laughs> I'm hurt. Cane uh, Hoops, they beat Syracuse 82-78 to last night. They'll play at Duke, who's unranked, on Saturday, 12 p.m. How about that? Your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm, youraccidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7-866-954. More tonight's afternoon in South Florida. It's in the upper 70s right now across our region. And tonight, the lows will drop into the mid to upper 50s. How about that? That's your weather. Um, you're doing it a disservice by saying it's a nice afternoon. It is one of the nicest afternoons I can recall in South Florida. Go outside right now. Does your does your radio, wherever you're listening to us, does your radio uh, work outside? Go listen to us outside. It's very nice out. Aggressive, but I'm with you. It really is nice out. Um, oh, Rondé Gadston is going to join us in the next segment, so we'll see what he uh, what he observed Sunday with our Dolphins and Bills. Before we get to OG, we apologize. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Holy mackerel. Hawk and Crowder. Bro, it's OG, Rondé Gadston, your favorite Miami Dolphins wide receiver. Taylor. Now throws. Oh, what a catch! What a catch by Aronde Gadsden! I'm coming up next on the Hawkman and Crowder Show. I'm Mount Rushmore of chicken wing flavors. Honey barbecue, mild, medium, and boneless. Boneless? That's the flavors, though, huh? If your clothes ain't smoky, then you ain't cooking no ribs, baby. Clothes gotta be smoky, man. I wanted to buy a dolphin, but I couldn't because I didn't have a pool or anything. So I bought a monkey. This won't be no Kirkland brand appearance. No boneless wings, no square pizza. This won't even be a vegan situation. Let's go! Feels like Monday, but it's Tuesday. And that means a little OG, Oronde Gadston. He's on the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. I said to Crowder and Solana in the first segment, Oronde still retains the introduction of having played on the last Dolphins team that won a playoff game. As wordy as that may be, um, that was 23 years ago. You know the That's old a saying. Long time. Can't win a playoff game without OG. <laughs> Well, that actually is true. Uh, now, whether that remains true, uh, hopefully that changes next season. But right now, that is indeed true. Uh, OG, so we, we kind of gave our little overview of the game today. Um, in, in general, I want to get into more of the specifics. But in general, are you impressed at least the Dolphins only lost by three points to a team on the road and they're playing their third-string quarterback, and their starting running back is out. Like, I'm giving it all the the context here. And they go down big, but then they fight back. They get right back in it. So are you impressed at least that, uh, that it was not a slaughter? Correct. I am impressed it was not a slaughter. Uh, but, you know, it's always tough to play a team three times. So, um, you know, it wasn't much that we didn't know what was going to happen. It just... You know, I think we, we forced things. You know, in the, on the pregame show, we talked about, you know, the things that must happen when you have a third-string quarterback, and all those things pretty much happen. I mean, we 
defense played, you know, the best we've seen them play since about week four. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, the running game was decent enough to, you know, make some plays in the passing game. And, and Skyler played good enough to win. And, and so all of that stuff is, is very impressive for, you know, going up to Buffalo, knowing how tough it is to go up to Buffalo and win. So I am impressed at that part. Uh, OG, from a wide receiver perspective, Jalen Waddle dropped two huge passes. Tyreek yeah. hit one, hit him straight in the chest with one. And I think Mike Gusecki could have caught that conversion too because it hit I him in his shoulder and had one hand on it. Were those yeah. Are those nerves? Do receivers get playoff nerves? Bro, they just played 17 damn games. They forgot to catch. No, you know, you know, it's tough because you you don't want to be you know critical of the of, of the position because you got two receivers that got over what fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred yards each, yeah. and they're probably top ten in the in the in the NFL in receiving. So for them, you know, for you to try to, you know, <clears throat> for us even to try to make a big deal about the two drops, it would be pretty, uh, pretty tough. But they were big drops, and you you know. Tanning in the in the cold weather, the ball is a little different. You know, the the ball is a little harder. The air, like the ball, might have been a little more slippery than it is when you're playing in the 80 degree weather or some kind of weather. I don't I don't want to make excuses for the drops because the drops are drops. You know, um, you wish Waddle had caught those two passes and um, you know Gasecki. I think you know I think you know Hills was you know he was pressed. He usually don't get pressed, and that probably threw him off and. That was just a drop. But the two from Waddle were uncharacteristic. And, yes, I, I think um, Kaseki could have caught caught the ball too. But, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough because we're so close to blame it on a lot of stuff. But I'm going to go back to what you said earlier, man. I'm, 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 I'm kind of on, obviously, what I said at the beginning of the season. We've got a 38-year-old head coach. You know, as, as brilliant as, as we call him Boy Wonder as he is, it's just the experiences ain't there. You don't have the experience for being in those positions. Now, next year and the year after, he'll probably be able to handle them a little better. But, you know, it was just he hadn't been in those situations. I know he said that in the press conference. Oh, I've been in the – no, not as a head coach. Not as, you know, the guy, like, come on with the play. Come on with the play. Uh, shorten the play up or something. You know, run it again, something. We can't get – can't get in those positions. And and so um, if I'm going to have to put the blame on somebody, I'm going to have to put it on the 38-year-old head coach. Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of people agree with that. Crowder and I talked about it, as you mentioned. But it's like, so you've been in a million huddles. You've been in, you know, fourth and short situations with the clock running. He's got the wrong personnel in. A, whose fault is that? He says he hears from up top that they actually had the first down, so he's got a, a first down personnel package in there. And then B, kind of like what you're saying, which is, well, if you know you have the wrong personnel in there and you've got to rush in new personnel, you can't be going through and calling a long play. You got You have to kind of right. be aware, I guess, of, of what the game situation is. Well, you know, just like anything else, we're going we're gonna to give him the kudos when he goes for it on fourth and seven and we score a touchdown. we got to give him, you know, uh, you know, the bad part when all that stuff doesn't work and that stuff didn't work in crucial situations. You know, like like I said, you know, a few games back, probably the San, the Charger game when we went for it on fourth down at our own 18. I mean, we, we made the first down, but – you know, it was cute at the beginning of the season, but, you know, we all know 
and he he knows too. It, it, it's not cute when you're getting down to you know what I mean the nuts and bolts of the playoffs of one game season. Like punt the ball, like the defense playing out of sight. You know what the the, the 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 play that I'm most furious at the whole game about the I mean I'm I'm like still steaming over this play. It's third and nineteen. We just got a penalty. Why would you call a pass play? Why would you put him in that predicament to throw the interception? Just run the ball and punt it. The defense playing lights out. You gonna call and try to make a call to get third and nineteen to throw to Tyreek Hill and he in his cover two over there? Like, yeah, I know Skyler shouldn't have thrown it, but don't put him in that predicament. We on our own ten. Just run the ball, run a draw, and punt the ball. Like that that pick was bound to happen. Like I could see that pick coming when they said third and nineteen. I said to my punt the ball. Punt the ball now. Punt it on third and nineteen. Because <laughs> if we run a play, if, if, if we run a play, nothing good gonna come out of that, yo. Like, cause he gonna try to make it. You know what I mean? Like, he's gonna try to make the nineteen yards. Like, yo, that's that's not. Nah, just run the draw and punt. The defense is playing out of sight. We getting the pressures. We getting the everything we need on defense. Like, don't make him want to throw that ball. Don't make him think, oh, he Brad Favre now. He can fit the ball in between the cover two and between the safety and the corner and hit Tyreek Hill for 21 yards. Nah, just, just run the ball and punt it. That, 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 that's the play of the game for me because we were up. We had momentum. We were, we were good to go. Like, just punt it. The defense is playing great. Like, That's a really then we interesting observation. I hadn't thought of that, but that is that isn't like sometimes you do have to dial it back a little bit. I know you know yeah, you're the like, guy who's you're you're not the guy who runs the draw play on third and nineteen. You're always trying to get it, but that's a really good observation in that situation in a win or go home game. Maybe that's yeah, maybe that's back, time you do get up. conservative. Yeah, we backed up like. Like, Skyler wouldn't, you know, at that point, he wouldn't no threat to run even, nothing. He's just going to get back there, and if we give him a clean pocket, he's going to try to throw it. Like, sometimes, you know, you got to save people from themselves. That's what they were saying, you know, all the other games. Like, you can't put people in that – you couldn't – to put Skyler in that position, we up. We win in the game, and we on our own 10, third 19, to call a play that would get 19 yards. Like, nah. Nah, just 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 run the draw and punt it. Like if we punt it on the other side of the fifty, and they got sixty five yards to go, defense can hold them. You know, I just that, that's the play that that really sticks with me throughout the whole game. I got the drops, I got everything else that happened. You know, I, I just that play was a head coach's decision who calls the plays. To look, they got us. The holding call put us way behind the sticks. Let's just punt. Yeah, they struggle to get third and seven. How the hell you can get third and nineteen? That right, was the point they got to me. Especially on our own ten. That's what I'm saying. We on yeah. our ten. Like it ain't like we had the fifty. We on our ten, bro. Like let, and let, it was like OG saying, you don't even need it at that point. Like you, like you don't even need it. We right, win it. Right. We up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and OG the ball, like because all you know, <laughs> I'm a defensive guy. So even when I when I coach, like if I knew there was a play, like hey. This game's going to come down. It's going to be close. There's going to be a third or fourth down where we got to go get it. My entire team knew what defense I was running. I knew what defense right. I was running. Like, do right. offenses do that where a coach kind of keeps that little that little section of his call sheet where, hey, when the crap hits the fan well, and we're in third short, well, I'm you, going with this damn box. Yeah, well, I, I mean, you have that. But, you know, like a lot of the, the good teams, and, and you know, you have to at this point in the season, you have to go back to look at all the – all, all probably all the quarterbacks that's left, 
you know, in the playoffs, and probably let's say ninety percent of them know know that play. I don't I don't need to look over there. I don't think Patrick Mahomes looking over there when it's you know just getting short in the clock and it's third and whatever. They already know what play we're running. You know what I mean? You know we they running something to Kelsey. I mean whatever. You know like they they already have these plays. The older quarterback, the veteran quarterbacks, the you know the the Patrick Mahomes, the Josh Allen, they already know. They don't have to wait for the play. Obviously, we got a third-string quarterback who's waiting for the play. Like, you know what I'm saying? You have a play that you know is going to happen. Like, I think for, for all intents and purposes, Buffalo just going to call quarterback power a counter. He's just going to get it and take a step back and let the two linemen pull, and he going to run it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, those plays. But we got a third-string quarterback. I'm pretty sure he had a box in there, but – if he's saying he was told it was a first down, you know, but goes back to the Hawks' point, like if we didn't get the, if we didn't have to use the timeouts because we were the plays were long, like you can see the plays long, you can read the lips, like you still calling the play, man? This is just <laughs> seven seconds it took you to right. call the play, bro. Right. Like, we get a little cutesy like, here, a little cutesy, yeah, coach. We don't yeah, need to get yeah, cutesy yeah. on every play. No need to, no, no, we don't need to get cutesy on every play, and that's, you know, that's half the. The, the issue with a third-string quarterback. And, and, you know, I'm not saying Scott will play good enough to win. <clears throat> I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just saying, like, in those positions, nobody's been in those positions before. That's what I'm saying. Like, Tyree Hill got the most playoff experiences on the team, correct? Right. Like, and so who else? Who else got some p- good playoff experience? Nobody. Like, uh, uh, to that point, which you brought up, I got two teams. So last time the Dallas Cowboys were in the – NFC championship game, I was on that team. And the last time the Dolphins won a playoff game, I was on that team. I, I, I mean, there's a common denominator there. I'm not saying anything, but I'm just saying. OG. <laughs> OG, bring him in, Dolphins. Bring him in. Bring him in. Bring him in. I tell you what. OG wouldn't have dropped that. That's right. You're damn right. OG would not have dropped one of those drops. I would have folded all my body over that ball. Cause, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's tough to catch that ball. If, the first one, Waddle should have caught. The second one, you know, I, yeah, you know, I, I, but the first one, at the first quarter, the first series or second series, he should have caught that clean, beat the man. Like, he shouldn't have had a problem. But, you know, listen, I, I know the ball is a little different, uh, you know, in that cold weather. It's, you know, it's a little harder. That's why everybody mad at Tom for taking some air out the ball. But hey, it's easy to catch. <laughs> I you think uh, you think he's done? By the way, Crowder and I were. I mean, you watched Tom Brady no. last night. I mean, that's no. not the Tom Brady no. we watched for twenty years in New England. No, but I, I don't. I don't think. I think we've. Uh, he's he's got enough outs to say why why it happened like that. I mean, they played. If, if, if Tanning could correct me if I'm wrong, they play, they played a great defense. They played some good. Uh, what they played two man uh, under. They played yep. two man. They, 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 they wanted Brady to beat you, or they gave him that run game, but nobody could win. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they they gave him the run game, and they just trailed everybody. So, um, you know, um, that that's a tough defense when you when you got the linebackers trailing the receivers and the safeties over top. That's you got to try to fit stuff in, and if you don't have time in a clean pocket to follow through, you can't do it. So, I think that's going to be in his mind. 
the 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 point he's gonna say the old line didn't give me enough time and so he'll come back he'll he'll play again he, he I don't you know listen but it is getting to kind of like you know like the like the uh, Roy Jones Jr. situation like all right all right like <laughs> <The> twilight <laughs> yeah like every time you get hit you sleep like come on now like you know what I mean like he has to have. <laughs> You fool! You fighting this week? Oh, tomato can Sam. He knocked you out. Like, all right, all right. Y'all must have forgot. <laughs> Y'all must have yeah. forgot who you were fighting. <laughs> right? You must have forgot. They more rounds than four. Because in the sixth round, <laughs> you're back on the canvas. Talk about what happened. What happened? Nah, but yeah, Tom didn't look like. Like Tom uh, last night, and then, you know, listen, he, on the on the first intercept, I mean that 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 changed the whole tenor of the game. Like just throw the ball out of bounds, Tom, and kick the three points. Like no points on the six or whatever that, and you turned your back. Like yo, you know that that that's where the forty five year old comes in. Like I don't want to take this hit because it could take me till March to get <laughs> back together if I take this hit. So <laughs> I think he'll be back though. What about uh, what about Dak? Dak looked unbelievable last night. That Dak looked good. I think they, you know, listen. It, it, it's something to be said about, you know, preparation and game plan. Um, I, I think they came out with a good game plan, and they they um, they enforced it. Like Dak didn't make like you could you could see where when when Dalton Schultz beating you, it's gonna be a tough day. You got to shut Schultz down. Because if the tight end's beating you, the rest of the stuff is going to be, you know, uh, kind of open outside. Like, and that that's what happened. Once Dalton shows, he, I think he had two touchdowns, and he caught a big pass on the wheel, which he kind of fumbled one and then caught it. So, um, he he's a, he's a big key in, in what they're doing, and they they executed their game plan. I mean, the first three series they had nothing. I was like, we, you know, everybody was like, oh, it's the same old game, and then they. They opened it up. So um, Dak did play a great game. You know, it's the same thing. We've been giving Dak a lot of pressure on the intercepts and stuff. He kept he kept everything uh, under control, and he uh, he definitely played the game. But you know, the whole thing is you got to play like four of them or five of them. So don't get no easier on a short week. Uh, go to San Francisco and play. And listen, I've been there before. I've played on a short week coming off a Sunday afternoon game, <laughs> Monday game. Sign OG. Sign OG. I didn't fare too well for the home team. But 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 I, I, OG, I, I'm with you, bro. You were you were the common denominator. You would have caught that six yard out. But how long would it have taken you to get to those six yards? <laughs> oh man, just listen, listen. I can I can make it to the six yards, I, and I'm gonna catch it. It's just after that we got you know we had, we got the first down. I got a. I, I've been reduced to the old Jarvis Landry situation. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> 800 catches, 41 yards. No yak. No yak. No yak. I got to ask both of you something, though. I got to ask both of you something. You have a, a kicker, what is his name, Maher, misses four yeah. extra points. What are yeah. you saying to him, Crowder, at halftime in the locker room? I'm yelling what Dak yelled. I just saw his, just read his lips. 
Yeah. Go for effing two. <laughs> right. Like you're just right. done with them at that right. point. You're not yeah. trying. You're not trying right. to talk them up, boost them up. You're like you're just you, you don't want anything to do with them. We already don't like him. Now he's messing up. <laughs> right. 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 What he about you, OG? Get to go play golf. Yeah. He already. What about gets you? Were you, ni- were you nice to yeah. the kickers, OG? Because Crowder was not. Uh yeah. I mean, I was pretty cool with Lindo. You know, Lindo was a good guy, but at that point. You know that's where all the stuff come back. It's like a, like your girl or something. Like you you remember all the bad stuff. You 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 don't remember the good <laughs> stuff. Like you you remember when he he left practice at lunch and and went to play golf and came back like oh we did eighteen rounds eighteen holes and we had to practice and and now you know but there's nothing you can say to him he, after the third one like yo it's in his head he can't you know yeah go for two like. Going down there and yelling at the kicker, getting you no points. You know, they're not getting you no points. That's like, that's like, that's like beating up uh, Solana. You ain't getting no points for beating up Solana. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Solana, how do you feel about that? You just took a stray. Catching strays from OG. I don't. I don't understand why. I thought we had a great working relationship all season on the Dolphins broadcast. Yeah, would you like to uh, publicly uh, publicly compliment uh, Aronde Gadsden for doing a great job on the Dolphins pregame show? You know, I would have about 35 seconds ago, but now I just have one, uh, two words for you, OG. Ulti Pro, figure it out on your own. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. Please, please, no Ulti Pro. <laughs> He's like Mike McDaniel on Ulti Pro. He's like Mike McDaniel trying to get a play call in with the send with the wrong down. Send me, send me, don't, don't send me to Ulti Pro. Oh my he cannot, god! He cannot get that? paid without Solana's help. <laughs> no, oh, that Ulti welcome, Pro. Welcome to the crew. Yeah, welcome to yeah the crew. trust me. Crowder's been trying to. Uh, Finesse uh, Ulti Pro for years. He still hasn't got yeah, it. So that, that's still not gonna happen. But thank, thank you, Chad, for doing the keys this week. I really appreciate it, man. That helped out a lot. <laughs> hey, I do them every week. What game you want me to cover this week? I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just call OG on Saturday and Sunday. Give him your keys. Just call him. You know, just give have a little conversation. Yeah, just give me the keys. Like when you get there, they 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 jump on you. even even. Solana called in like it was it was from it was from up top. You're taking too long with Joe Rose. Let's go. Oh man. <laughs> but what about the keys? Where are the keys to the game, man? Solana the puts the, the hammer game? down got, during the broadcast. Oh, he put the, he put the hammer down, man. He put the hammer down. He had everybody nervous. K. Rod was nervous. <laughs> I was nervous from afar. Like oh man. <laughs> Solana, you have a like an end of year broadcast party. You get everybody together. You and K. Raj and OG and uh, whoever else is part of the crew. You you take them anywhere. Yeah, OG. What do you think about uh, about Chipotle? You like those burrito bowls? <laughs> oh yeah, man. No. Chipotle would be good, man. This no, Chipotle'd you know what? I don't. Oh, gee, put your uh, Panthers shirt on and uh, and meet up at Huey Magoo's yeah, tomorrow. If the Panthers <laughs> can get a dub tonight, Solana <laughs> get two for one tenders. Solana, as soon as the Panthers game over, they win. Send out a math text. Meet you at Huey Magoo's. <laughs> Everybody wear Panther stuff. <laughs> All right, go, on, go, go ahead, order on me, on me. Put 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 the put the Panther shirt on. Go ahead up there, Hawk. Orders on me. OG, on me. nice job on the uh, Dolphins pregame show this year, and uh, we'll keep uh, thank you, thank we'll you. keep chopping it up with you on Tuesdays because we have fun. See you, yeah, around man. There. Thanks, I appreciate it. All right, y'all take it easy, man.
There you go, old Rondé Gadsden, <laughs> Huey Magoose. He's got his Panthers gear. He's ready to. He's ready to get his two for one on. Just need hey, a Panthers man. dub tonight. Listen, I did the pregame show for ten years and never had a postgame party, so they better not have no party. <laughs> Solano, Solano, take them all to Huey Magoose. All right, there you go, Rondé Gadsden. On this Tuesday, we'll take a break. Uh, lots more to come. We apologize. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Butt punt! Hawk and Crowder. Four o'clock hour here. So before we get to headlines and and cat talk and 15 minutes of heat, there's a couple other cuts that I want to play from Mike McDaniel here, uh, Crowder. So um, he said the plays that were, you know, late, uh, and, and, you know, he's, I, I think he's been pretty good all season about taking responsibility, but you know, the getting the plays in late and the, and the delay of games, all that, uh, having to use timeouts, uh, he says that is ultimately his responsibility. So think about it this way. So there's, I think in the regular season, offensively, there was a thousand eighty four plays. Okay. Um, it's like kind of a baseball player. A lot of them don't work with everyone intending to work. So there's a lot of constructive criticism that that I put on myself first and foremost. Um, you know, bottom line is is when the moment in the biggest moment we weren't able to execute, there was compounding variables to that, things that you can't really change in hindsight. You know, there are some things that as uh, as I mentioned before that I was working out that need to work out with the staff, but also, you know, it's bottom line is I need to work it out with the staff. So um, if if it became a problem in, in crunch time, um, you know, that's ultimately my, um, my responsibility. It wasn't necessarily for a lack of a lack of direction. It was more just really working on the nuances of communication, which starts with me. Yeah, I mean, it did happen in crunch time. It's not It's not if it yeah. happened in crunch time. I mean, it happened in crunch time. So you've got to take responsibility yeah. for it, and you've got to fix that. It's you. You're calling the plays. Get them in faster. Be more efficient. Know what you want to call. Have your have your plan ready. Okay, it's first and ten. If we get to second and five or below, I'm, I like this. If we get to, you know, if it's first and ten, uh, second and ten, I like this. Like, there's some foresight you can have while calling plays. Um, what does he do here, Solana? He gives a little more explanation on that final play. Yeah, just not not specifically the final play, but you know what transpired during that game uh, specifically that led to all the miscommunication. All right, let's hear that. I don't think it helped the situation to have uh, the rookie quarterback in a second start with a new starting running back, a new le- starting left guard, a new right guard, a new starting right tackle. All of those things hurt communication probably the the way I look at things is in hindsight you learn that um, that many uh, new players in in one game um, ha- you have to be uh, mindful of that when you're building a plan with a lot of communication yeah I'm with that I don't I, I, I said it at two o'clock it was kind of to me like the perfect storm you got a first year head coach first playoff game you have a rookie quarterback like yeah you have you have a whole bunch of stuff there that that you know are is is playing against you but hawk my pushback would be that we went through three and a half quarters and this didn't happen 
It, it was late though. It like that. It seemed to me to be kind of a running thing where they were getting the snap off just as the play clock was expiring. I I think I think that it was a uh, I think it was kind of a running thing in my opinion that that and, that again it just comes with having a a very young quarterback and a very young head coach and yeah. uh, missing a lot of starters. Um, Play uh, cut eight here, Solana, before we do headlines. Uh, I'm seeing here that he was asked if Skyler, you and I were talking about this, he was asked if Skyler is going to be the backup quarterback next year. Mike, has, has Skyler Thompson earned the privilege to be the number two quarterback behind Tua, or will there be competition in training camp? Whew. Man, if I had an answer to that, yeah, I mean, that would be, uh, I don't know, that, be bittersweet for you because it'd be cool to have an answer to write about, but then like how much work am I really doing? I think his teammates were very pumped um, about how he rose to the occasion. Again, um, I think it was, I think he was the second um, seventh round rookie to start a playoff game. Um, just, he was a day late and a dollar short. He could have been the first. We'll see. Uh, We'll see what old Chris has up his sleeve. You know, you never know. He's got long sleeves. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like him. I know. I know some people don't. I like him. I like that. <laughs> but I also like, I think it's a little glimpse too into the power sharing agreement that they have. He he didn't give you just a, Hey, this is what's going to happen on the roster. Like he, it, it kind of, to me, tips his hand where, hey, this is a collaborative effort. If you remember when they got rid of Brian Flores, uh, Chris Greer talked about looking for a collaborative effort, right? And so if Mike McDaniel just kind of on his own says, yes, he is the backup quarterback or no, it'll be an open competition. Well, that's not the collaborative effort that Stephen Ross and Chris Greer said that they were looking for. So I thought I got a little glimpse there by him saying, we'll yes. see what Chris has up his sleeve. And the, I think the question, I see what they were trying to do, but the question, you're never going into camp with two quarterbacks. So there's always going to be a competition at the second spot and actually the third spot because they're probably going to go with four. So I, I'm with you. I love that McDaniel, you know, and he kind of, you know, succeeds to Chris Greer and, you know, they have that mutual respect, but there's going to be multiple quarterbacks in camp more than two. Let's get headlines here. Start out the four o'clock hour with Alejandro. Solana, who once followed Antonio Brown on Snapchat. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong with you. (laughs) Oh, if you locked into that feed, huh? I'll tell you what, man. I looked away. I don't know. I need to see that. I heard. I, I know what you said. I got him. <laughs> no, I said the exact opposite. <laughs> In fact, I deleted the entire app. <laughs> I got Tony. I was I was looking for the um, <laughs> Men in Black neuralizer to forget what I had just seen. I got a B. I I've got you, Hulk. Big man. <laughs> You're talking about me, like just me as a whole? Yeah, I, I think. <laughs> no, Jack. If you put me up against it, I may eke out. 
<laughs> got this AB. Uh, <laughs> Lori, come check this out. <laughs> the last thing I need her to see. I've got her living in a small little bubble world. <laughs> I don't need her to see that. <laughs> yeah, baby, I got AB. <laughs> Sports update is driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Super Center. Why buy her truck at a car store, Palmetto Ford? We know trucks. <laughs> Farve, though. I think I might have Farve. <laughs> I hope. Hey, baby. Where's the win, Hulk? Where's the win? <laughs> saying right <laughs> Listen, you take a w when you can get one <laughs> nikosi <laughs> oh no just based off the first name i can tell you no <laughs> Y'all are killing Eichenberg, though. <laughs> we apologize. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. No one understands Interstellar. And when you pretend that you do, you're the worst human. Hawk and Crowder. Five o'clock hour is the Funky Buddha happy hour. Brought to you by our friends at Funky Buddha Brewery. Good vibes on tap. Still have to... Plan Jimmy's night at the Funky Buddha Tap Room because Ryan Sense is a better picker of football games than KC Sense. I can't wait for that. We have February fourth. Oh, fun, I forgot. Um, yeah, Maple Bacon Coffee Porter Festival. Man, come on, bro. You got I, lots. I, I can't on. wait. A lot going love on. Our friends. Love our friends. Love our friends at Funky Buddha. Um, we spent a lot of today talking about you know. Uh, maybe what Mike McDaniel did wrong on Sunday, uh, uh, Jalen Waddell dropping a couple of passes. Like we, we, we haven't celebrated much of much, but I thought we would start the five o'clock Funky Buddha happy hour. Uh, I think both you and I and Solana are in agreement that Christian Wilkins had a phenomenal season and uh, another good game on Sunday. Uh, Chris Greer, we've played some sound today from Mike McDaniel and Chris Greer, their press conference yesterday. Chris Greer was asked about Christian Wilkins and an extension. Here's what he had to say about Christian Wilkins. Yeah, Christian's had uh, back-to-back really good years for us. Um, everything he's done on and off the field. Uh, last week, uh, was it Wednesday or Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> Thursday. I'll never forget it. Um, he's in my office talking and it's about 6.45 and all of a sudden he goes, what is that? And it's dark and the lights are on the field and um, we see someone working out. Like, Who is it? And he, so he flashed the laser pointer on. He looks up and it's Christian out there by himself at 6.45 in the dark doing drills to work. So that's just the type of person he is and how much he loves this game and the leadership role that Mike and the players have empowered him in. And um, so for us... Yeah, it'll be important to talk to him and work with him and, and, and keep him here because he's been a big part. He was uh, one of the first guys here and, you know, through this. And, you know, we talked about that after the Jets game. He and I, we hugged after he does his usual jump trying to 
knocked me over and hurt my ACL. Classic. But um, we talked about that. He'd been through a lot of stuff and how happy he was to get a chance to go to the playoffs. I love the dynamic between Chris Greer and Mike McDaniel. <laughs> Mike yeah. McDaniel is like classic. Yeah, office. Like, you know, just kind of like a hype man. Like, you, you never saw that with Chris Greer and, and Brian Flores. Like, like it, was, it was like such disparate personalities. I like the, the two of them together. But I just want to start out with something positive because Christian Wilkins was a legit positive this season. Oh, defensive MVP for sure. Yeah. Yeah. If not, if not, if we're not without Tyreek's numbers, probably team MVP. Yeah. But yeah, no, you keep him. That you can like he can be the the center of your defense for a long time. Everybody loves him. Everybody respects yep. him. Remember talking about Indomitian Sue, how he was highest paid and all, but he, like nobody related to him because he was so damn quiet and weird. Everybody loves Christian, and he's Pro Bowl caliber talent. And you yes. drafted him. Like he should be down here for ten plus years. Yes. Just a, a real fun guy to root for. So yeah. um, let's get headlines here. We'll, uh, we'll do some headlines for the 5 o'clock Funky Buddha happy hour, and then we'll talk some dolphins. They're driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Super Center. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. Some of the other uh, cuts we played earlier, Tua Tungvailoa will be the Dolphins quarterback next season, according to Chris Greer and Mike McDaniel yesterday. All right, very good. Over to some uh, local scores. Last night, the Panthers beat the Sabres. They'll try to make it two in a row. They'll play the Maple Leafs tonight in Ontario. Yes, we uh, we will air the game right here on 560 WQAM. We've got to put a bet in. I, we have to start winning. <laughs> Hold on. Let me just see. <laughs> we have to put a bet in. We have to put a bet in. Well, first of all, I, uh, over the weekend, dropped my son back at college, so now I am really bored again. <laughs> okay. And uh, so I will be in front of the TV watching the Panthers game and but, wagering but shouldn't on it. shouldn't it go the other way that I really like this bet, so I'm putting it in? No. Like, so, I just want to put the bet in. Let's see. Maple Leafs are second in the Atlantic Division. They're 13 points ahead of the Panthers, and at home they're really good. Yeah, someone sounds scared. Someone sounds scared. Uh, yeah, and none of that scares me. Let's see here. Okay. Find out who's playing goal. Do we know yet? Is Doug Plagan signed in yet? He's not. I don't believe Let's he is. I'll find out. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I don't have time anyway. Okay. Uh, Panthers, let's see, plus 160 tonight or over under is six and a half goals. Matthew Kachuk, shots on goal over three and a half is plus 132. Barkov, shots on goal over two and a half is plus 100. Maybe a little Barky, shots on goal. Carter Verhage, I like it. over two and a half is plus 105. Sam Reinhardt, over two and a half is plus 127. We'll figure it out by seven. What time's the puck drop tonight, Solana? Yeah, seven? It's 7 p.m. tonight. Got a 7 p.m. puck drop. 7 p.m. puck drop. What am I doing there? What puck voice drop. am I doing there? I don't know. Got a 7 p.m. puck drop there? <laughs> <laughs> what am Who I doing? That? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, all right, let's get, the, let's get the rest of the headlines here, Solana. By the way, it is Bob Brofsky in net tonight. <laughs> It'll be Bob in net tonight. Let's see him standing on his head. All right.
Who is that? You guys interested in a little Aussie Open update? Uh, sure. I didn't even know what was going on. That's good. Yeah, the Australian Open is going on. Play was suspended yesterday uh, because of some uh, extreme temperatures in Australia. But tonight, how about Francis Tiafo? Remember him? He's the American who beat Rafa Nadal in the U.S. Open, and he ended up losing to Carlos Alcaraz, who ended up winning the tournament in the semifinal. He's in action tonight. Uh, should get through into the second round. And Rafa Nadal, the number one seed. Well, hold on. Let's let's bet it. If you think he's getting through, let's let me see here. He's a lock tonight. He's playing hold uh, on a second here. Do oh, a little Aussie open, a little betting on the Aussie open. <laughs> what am I doing? Who is I, that? Never met him before. <laughs> a little, little drop a couple of coins here on the Aussie open. <laughs> what what voice is that? What, what's this guy's name? Francis Tiafo. Alex Molcon? Nope, not Alex Molcon. <laughs> All right. Who's this guy playing? He's playing uh, an unranked m- member oh, of the... Oh, Francis Tiafo, that yeah. guy? Yeah, he's playing yeah, He's Jason minus Shane. 700. <laughs> All right, we'll lay it. Let's go. All right. 700 to win 100. Yeah, huh? lay it. He's a lock. He's a lock. I'm telling you right now. How about minus six and a half? I don't, I don't know what that means. Minus six and a half. I, I, yeah, I don't know how to bet tennis here. So uh, let's see. Spread equals games. One. Oh, so six and a half is probably the the games won. Hmm. So is he gonna? So what, what was it? Two out of three sets here in the beginning? No, it's uh, you got to win three sets in a major. Really? Even yeah. in the beginning here? In a major, Hawk, you got to win huh. three sets. <laughs> <laughs> in the beginning here. They're doing that now? You got to win three uh, three sets now, huh? Sound like a, a an old school criminal with a Tommy gun in your hand. <laughs> yeah, that's what I feel like. Yeah. What do they still got? They got six games in a set still? They still got six games in a set. <laughs> All right. A, a Dick Tracy bad guy. Yeah, that's exactly who it sounds like, right? With, with, yes. the, with the suit on? Yep. <laughs> yeah. He's on the head, Solana. I watched uh, Public Enemies. Who's in that? Orlando? No, not Orlando Bloom. Who's in that? Uh, Batman and uh, somebody else on the airplane up to Buffalo. Batman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've just apparently lost my mind. <laughs> Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Uh, all right. And Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp and Christian Bale. Like, uh, like the guy who just hears one word out of out of the, the whole morass. Batman, Batman. <laughs> you got the Batman. They call this Tiafo Batman. Is that what you're saying? You're uh, you're a Depression era bank robber. Is is what you're doing? I think I am. Yeah. Uh, and then Rafa Nadal, he plays tonight against the American Mackenzie McDonald. He he's got to be like minus eleven hundred tonight. Ooh, Nadal? Yeah. Let me see. This is still the Aussie Open? Yep, that's the one. <laughs> Who uh, did you say? Nadal and who? Rafa Nadal. He's playing Mackenzie McDonald, the American. Unranked, though. Rafa's the number one overall seed. Let's see. Uh, Nadal is minus 1,400. Yeah. And Put minus eight. Minus Put eight. In. Put it in. At minus eight? No, don't do that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. 
Solana, you're picking the biggest favorites in the whole tournament, telling us to. Put but I want to, I want to bet this because like all this stuff, like that game, that match will start at like ten, ten thirty yeah. tonight, which is perfect. I'll watch the Panthers and then I'll chase that loss with a dollar. What are we betting? A hundred to win four dollars? No, no, no. We'll bet games. We'll bet Nadal minus eight games. Oh Lord, it's over for us. Although then I got to start doing math. Like, you know, uh, now we're getting a little cutesy here. All right. Anything else, Solana? Uh, it's easy because if, no if he wins tonight, if he... <laughs> <laughs> they're gutting me here. <laughs> gutting me. I got it because if he wins like 6 1, 6 1, 6 1, that's easy. He covers. He covers the eight game spread. Put it in. Right. So will he win six one six one six one? Yeah, easy. Yeah, who's Mackenzie McDonald? Yeah. Right, come on, hey, text Bizola. Okay. All right. Anything else? Uh, Heat play the Pelicans tomorrow night. Canes won last night. They played Duke on Saturday, and we learned in the last hour, Jake Garcia has entered the transfer portal. All right, very good. By the way, Justin Gage tweeted out he's feeling great. Uh, I don't know if you saw him get injured last yeah. night. In the uh, Bucks game, he should be fine. Yeah. The peanut rocked. He did, man. <laughs> he did. Your weather is sponsored by Demesman and Dover Law Firm. Speaking of getting that little peanut rocked, anyone on Snapchat this morning? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything, <laughs> anything else, Solana? <laughs> 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 Something's wrong with you. <laughs> I gotta download Ooh. this Snapchat. It's getting good. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the and Dover Law Firm, your accident attorneys. Com. Call them. Free consultation. Twenty four seven. Eight six six nine five four. More. Right now. Very nice in South Florida tonight. Your lows will drop into the low sixties. That is your weather. We apologize. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Is milk liquid cow? Hawk and Crowder. Five o'clock hour is the Funky Buddha happy hour. Brought to you by our friends at Funky Buddha Brewery. Good vibes on tap. We went long with a Ronde because we went long with Antonio Brown Snapchat. Uh, headlines. <laughs> That's a joke. That's a joke. Anyway. Um, coming up tonight is Hurricane Hotline for an hour, and then you're going to get some Panthers hockey, which we're going to bet on. I just don't know what yet. So uh, I got to wrap it up, though. We went so long today, and we want to make sure we have enough time here for Joe Zagaki. So thank you to Rondé Gadsden. We listened to some great sound today from Chris Greer and Mike McDaniel. And uh, tomorrow I'm off, by the way, but Alex Dono will be here, so you'll be in good hands. And then... Uh, Back Thursday and uh, all the hootie duty, we'll get into uh, cheeseburger salads and all the stuff that I really want to get into. So <laughs> there you go. We've got some Hurricane Hotline and Panthers hockey coming up this evening. Everybody have a great and safe Tuesday night. And uh, Crowder will speak with you manana. Now, Hawk, you say you got AB, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not by a long shot. <laughs> Favre, though. I think I might have Favre. <laughs> You need to need, 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 folks. <laughs> you need to need, 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 need. 
Path, path, pass. Take care, brush your hair.